Welcome to the May the Smoke Be With You podcast. And now here's your host, Joe Levitt. Welcome to this episode of the May the Smoke Be With You podcast. We are live once again from the Jack Daniels World Championship Barbecue Invitational here in Lynchburg, Tennessee. Uh, it has been amazing. Everywhere I turn, uh, there are just barbecue people everywhere, which makes sense because we're at a barbecue world championship. Uh, it's the first time for us to be at anything like this, and it's, it's just been incredible uh, sitting here just finishing an interview and, and uh, up walks the barbecue ninja. And we've been messaging, trying to figure this out, like, oh, schedules. And you know, he's kind of got like some roles and duties and responsibility this week. And I said, well, what about now? He's like, let's do it. So please welcome into the May the Smoke Be With You podcast, Craig Say your last name for me. Verhaga. Verhaga, the barbecue ninja. Man. Welcome in, man. Yeah, great to be here. I tell you, uh, sometimes you just have to, have to, you know, play it by ear, you know, just fly off the cuff. And I just like, you're going to be close. I'll be close. We'll figure it out. Absolutely. You know? So, uh, yeah, it's, it's great to be here. It's your first Jack. So, yeah. uh, I first cooked this in 1998. Uh, I've cooked it four times, and this will be my sixth year to judge it. So, okay. man, I love this place. I love it. All right. So uh, let, let's let's talk a little bit. I, w- I want to go back in time. When when did you start? When did you fall in love with with smoke? Well, I, you know, I started cooking. Well, uh, I, I had to go back to my dad in the yeah, backyard. You sure. Know, one of those things. Yeah, your first uh, experience. Yeah, I mean, I, I come from a big family, and uh, and when the grill got broken out at home mm-hmm. when it came out that it was a special opportunity i mean you knew that something good was going to happen you know and uh and so uh, I, I i'd be on my dad's hip when that happened and, you know it didn't matter if i was playing ball in the park or you know i was doing something different. when i saw my dad come pull that pk oh his old lime pk grill and he used old Diaz charcoal. So, um, and, and what was he cooking what were what were cooks of your youth I, you know I, if, if it was a real special occasion, it was a sirloin steak. Okay. I didn't know there was another cut of steak besides the sirloin until <laughs> I got to about 16 years old. Okay. Um, because, like I said, big family. And, I mean, you know, it was uh, – but my dad, you know, was one of those traditional going to marinate it, you know, in Italian dressing. And then after he cooks it, he's going to put Italian dressing back over it. Oh, so, you got Lord. an Italian dressing steak. So, uh, that that was mm, my – Sounds lovely. Yeah, well, you know, it, it, was, uh, it was all I knew. So, you yeah. know, it was great. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I knew no different. Um, and how was he cooking? Just direct, direct over the over the the heat, uh, I imagine, and probably well done. Uh, well, his wasn't well done. You know, uh, he was more medium. My okay. mom liked the well done. You know that type deal. But but uh, y- you know, the, the older we got, the less done we liked our steak. Yeah. And uh, and so you know, I'm I'm a rare guy now. Yeah. I mean, you know, just you know, knock the horns off and. <laughs> Slap it on, eat about three minutes each side, and bring it on. You know that's the way I like it now. Where where was uh, where was home? Where where'd you grow up? I grew up in a uh, in Nesbitt, Mississippi, just okay. south of Memphis, and uh, it was a, a nice little t- quaint town out in the country called Bridgetown. Um, but but it, you know it, it it had everything. It had two lakes that we could fish, and you know we had you know plenty of uh, outdoor area we could hunt and and so you know had a park right there where we could play basketball and baseball so you know great place to grow up and uh you know from there i moved to cleveland mississippi 
uh, in the Delta, and uh, that's where I reside now. And I went to Delta State University there, and and you know been in the Delta, married a Delta girl, so that's that's where I am. So, grew up. You were always just even if your dad was just cooking Italian steaks, uh, <laughs> you wanted to be there. You wanted to be around it. You wanted to to see it, to smell it. Uh, when did when did that change over to a to a more traditional, as we would call it, barbecue type of uh, culture for you? Like when when did you fall in love with low and slow and, and that kind of thing? What was those What were those experiences? Well, I was just out of college, and uh, there was a group of guys that I went to Delta State with, and our local barbecue festival was happening in Cleveland, Mississippi. It's called Oktoberfest. In fact, it's going on this weekend. Okay, I hate to miss it, but this you know, this is it, a good thing to miss it. Yeah, for. It's, it's a good thing to miss it for, but. Uh, that was happening, and they needed another MBN team. That's Memphis Barbecue Network. Another MBN team in there for it to qualify. And oh, so okay. uh, so they talked to us, and we, you know, agreed to do it. You know, kind of, you know, I was 24 years old, you know, just out of college. And we actually finaled in that uh, particular one. We got third in whole shoulder. And, you know, you get by, by, bit by the bug then. It, yeah. It just, uh, it, it's, it's, it's how it is. You start thinking, man, we're so close to second. Man, we could have been. We could, if we'd just done this or this, yeah. Right. And so after we did that, uh, by hand, by pass down, we got the pass down to cook Memphis in May. And wow. uh, because being in October, a lot of the teams ahead of us had already qualified and gotten their, their qualification for Memphis in May done. Nice. So we, we qualified for Memphis in May. So, of course, we're going to cook Memphis in May. Yeah, and, you are. Uh, and and we, we had no idea when we got up there the enormity of that <laughs> and, uh, and and what all uh, entailed in that. And, and we just went up there and, and probably uh, acted like just out of college guys. And, uh, uh, you know, we, we finished mm, middle of the pack, maybe sure. low third, and uh, but had a heck of a time. And, uh, and, and, you know, once you meet all the people and, and they kind of, you know, see you're a new team and they want to help you and and, and the, I, the culture just got me right away the, the, the competitive part of barbecue got me right away yeah. and uh and so i've spent my whole adult life in barbecue you know this is probably my 28th year wow. in barbecue so yeah so you 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 obviously got bit by that competition bug uh i think there's a lot of folks that that listen to this to this podcast that are really more like me because I've, I've not competed yet um, that uh, are just enthusiasts just love to get out there love to cook on whatever they've got in the backyard um, what was that what was that thing that made you now 28 years later uh, kind of fall in love you got bit but what what was it about that was it hanging out with the guys and was like hey this is an excuse we're going to get together multiple times you know a month or a year and and kind of get to cook was it the competition? Was it learning? Like, what what was kind of the the genesis for that for you? Well, kind of the 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 the, the genesis or maturation of me and barbecue. I, I went from that team, and after about three or four years, like typical guys out out of school, there's people that got married and kind of went their own started way, started having a, yeah. a life. So, yeah. it, so it's you know, the team slowly started disbanding, and and uh, that's when Gary Rowart from Ubon's Barbecue of Yazoo gave me a call, and he said, "Hey, man, you know." Uh, I've gotten to know you. I actually went to, to Delta State with her 
his two daughters, Leslie and 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 and, uh, and Jennifer, and and actually his two son-in-laws. And he said, "Man, I, I see that you know you really enjoy barbecue, and if you want to continue to cook, then join our team." Mm-hmm. And uh, and he had just one shoulder at Memphis in May, and he was like burning up the the, the trail. And, and he's such a good dude, man. Yeah. And I was just like, I'd love to. And uh, once I joined that team, it just opened up a whole other world to me as far as his family, as far as the, 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 the he, he taught me about barbecue, but he taught me about life mm. and, and how to treat people and how to open up your, 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 your spot. Like we, we used to call it, you know, we, we bring our, our front porch wherever we go because mm. that's how inviting he was to everyone. And, and so, you know, that, that is what really kept me in barbecue was, was that, uh, that family. And then of course we just, you know, built the barbecue family around us. And, and yeah, I look forward every time going somewhere. I know when I come to the Jack, I'm, you know, I've got 15 sponsored teams here from Royal Oak and, you know, I've got those people, but then I've got a whole nother, you know, 40, 50 people here that I look forward to seeing that I've seen every year for a while. There's, you know, I've been just, I was telling somebody earlier, this is, uh, for Made the Smoke Be With You, this is kind of us out in the wild. I, for a long time, was just in, in my backyard making content, was in a studio making podcasts, uh, but really not out in public. The first thing we did Kind of as a brand in public, we went to the Primo Barbecue Bash in, in Missouri at their headquarters last month, uh, had a great time, and, and now we're here. Um, but one thing that I kind of early on saw, just, just even in the Instagram side of things, was this, this people would refer to it as barbecue family, barbecue fam. Um, and just kind of you talking about that feels like that's a big part of this draw to you is, yes, you're coming here and you've got teams with, with Royal Oak that you're, you know, you're kind of making sure you're... You're working those relationships, but you're also, this is a family reunion for you. Yeah. Yeah, it, it really is. And like I said, I, I cooked the, the Jack for the first time in 1998. So, uh, I, and I've cooked it four times, and this is my sixth time to judge it. And so a lot of these people I've been seeing for a long time. Yeah. And, and I go back to Memphis in May, too. You know, I cooked it for the first time in, like, 1994. Um, so when I go back to Memphis in May, and we, we primarily cooked the Memphis Barbecue Network, Ubon's did. So that that's that was where. Uh, but but we also you know chased the, the state qualifiers to come to the Jack. I mean, um, mm-hmm. but up to three years ago, I'd never been to the American Royal before. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, so everybody looks at me and they're like, "How have you never been? You never? How can you have you never been to the American Royal?" I was like, "Well, that's KCBS. That really wasn't my world in, in yeah. competition barbecue coming up." And plus, it always like landed during teal season, and I was hunting. And you know, I was like, "That's that's what I do." You know, if I'm not barbecuing, but uh, but anyway, so so yeah, just coming here and having came here and, and gone full circle from being a cook. You know, walking the stage, we we placed several times here. Uh, you know, all four times we cook here, we placed and uh, in top five. And so now judging it and being able to to go. Uh, come back and do that year after year is special. Really is. Do you do you miss the competition side of things? No, no, I don't. I don't. We, we you know we compete 
at Memphis in May every year. We we compete whole hog, and you know we've gotten top ten whole hog the last six years, and 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 that's that's good. We we like to always say it make, makes us still relevant. Yeah. But is that to, like an invitation that you get to cook, or or, or I just, cook with you, Bonds, and, okay. and we cook there every year. And uh, but now for me, you know, seeing these teams that that I have sponsored with Royal Oak. And uh, like like last week or two weekends ago, the American Royal. I mean, we we had the the uh, uh, Invitational Grand Champion Faded Barbecue. We had the Invitational Reserve Grand Champion Dam uh, Fine Beef and Swine. We had the Invitational Third Place uh, Love to Q. I wow. mean, seeing those guys and seeing that excitement, I, I was. I, I mean, I'm getting goosebumps <laughs> now just thinking about those guys on stage and and. Uh, that to me is is more than than being up there myself anymore. I, I I just get more out of that. So you're living vicariously through these these uh, relationships that you have. Through, yeah, well, through. you know, been there, and done that. But yeah. I, I know what they feel like because yeah. I've been there, and so just that energy, that excitement, you know, I feed off of it. So you know, you said you're the uh, the, the marketing manager. Is that or what, what's, what's marketing the, coordinator? Marketing yeah. coordinator Royal for uh, for Royal Oak. So you you said you guys have. Uh, 15 teams here uh do do any of these teams kind of tap you as a as a resource as a hey you you've been here before like what what are your experiences you've cooked the jack four times yeah uh tell, tell me about yeah, it yeah it's more you judge the jack and uh, what, what are, are you, you looking, looking for, for? Yeah. no for sure <laughs> yeah so uh, i mean i'm an open book uh, and, and i'm that way even if it's not a roll oak team i mean any team if they want to ask me you know what i think or my opinion on something yeah. i'll give it I mean, that, that's the way Poppy was. Uh, Gary Woark, that, that was my mentor, he, he wasn't one that would put up the, the, the tent and put the sides up and do everything in private. He, he would put the table out front. He would trim the shoulders out front, injection. People come up and ask him, what's in your rub? What's in your jet? He'd tell them. Yeah. He tell him exactly how he did it. He mentored a lot of people. So, I, and I, I just follow in those footsteps. That if somebody wants to know, I'll tell them. Yeah. So, uh, what – What's what makes judging the Jack tough? <laughs> well, I mean, everybody here's a champion, mm. you, you know, the, and everybody by the time, really by the time October rolls around, they uh, most of these teams just came off the American Royal. Most of these teams have been cooking all year. They're dialed in. Mm. They're dialed in by this time of year, and they're bringing their A game. And uh, the judging part is so difficult because, I mean, it's splitting hairs. I mean, it is – it's it's tough. I mean, because there is some awesome, awesome turn-ins, and uh, um, you, you know, it's in the KCBS. It's different than the NBN. You know, you you, you judge each sample individually. You know, NBN you do a, a comparative judging. You know, you get six samples on the on and the you're table. judging them against each other. Right, right. You got a ten, and then you know you go down in the comparative judging here. You know, you judge each one individual, you judge what's in the box. And so you judge one, you're like, man, that was perfect. Well, then you get another one, you're like, man, that was better than the last one. That was better. I just gave perfect to the last one. Yeah. And now this one's better, but you can't. You can't go better than perfect, right? Yeah. Right. So yeah, it's uh, it, it definitely is difficult because you know everybody's by by now, like I said, dialed in and on their game, and uh, it's tough, really tough. Uh, and there is a there is a very specific criteria uh, that you are asked to judge against, right? Like there's a KCBS has a you have yeah. to be a certified judge, you, right? You know, you've got to have some. So there should be. Everybody should be at least judging 
everything the same from judge to judge is the goal, right? Yeah, yeah. When you go through the class, they they pretty much, uh, uh, you know, go through what you're looking for, what your, you know, your taste, your textures, your, you know, the the box appearance, and you know, all that is is taught very well. And and you know, I, I did the class here before the Jack, and uh, and they were they were really good in, in letting us know, you know what's good what's you, perfect what's not was that the first before the first time you judged here or do you do it every time uh the, before the first time okay yeah. gotcha yeah. you keep your certification you know each year um i had been you know already judged the mbn for many years and and uh so really the <clears throat> the biggest thing was was the difference was that comparative judging as opposed to the individual uh judging on its own uh yeah. each box so that was the only thing i really had to differentiate mm-hmm. other because i already knew the, the flavors i already knew the textures i already knew the appearance just by doing it previously so uh so yeah and and and, and, and being a cook you know being on that side of it, it you know what goes into that box mm-hmm. i mean you know how hard it is to get here how yep. hard it is to produce that product so it, it does give you an, another uh, perspective on on judging than uh, just someone that, that's never kind of been on that side. You know, not to say that they're any better, or any worse, or you know, it, it's just a different perspective. Right, for sure. Uh, so you, uh, you're, you're marketing coordinator for Royal Oak. Uh, what, what's that job look like day to day? What's what's that uh, what's that role like? Well, I'm uh, uh, over our sponsor team program. Uh, I'm, I, you know, kind of uh, uh, do the day-to-day with them if they need, you know, what their needs are. Um, but also expressing to them what our expectations are. And uh, um, so I'm over that program. We, we've got about 90 teams all over oh, the United wow. States. Yeah, so it, it's, it's, it's a big program. Uh, but it, it's it's been a very successful program for us and uh, for both the teams and us because uh, you know we we really strive to to get the best all around teams in the in the nation mm-hmm. uh, not only on the competition side we have social media expectations we have you know so there's a lot that goes into evaluating a team for our sponsorship program right. and I'm also over our ambassador program. Uh, which, you know, we've got ambassadors like uh, uh, Heath Riles. I saw him walking around yeah. here. Uh, Malcolm Reed, uh, Leslie Scott, Megan Day, um, Misty Bancaro, Alfragoni, myself, the Barbecue Ninja, uh, Robert Sierra, uh, Mike Johnson. I may be forgetting somebody. Yeah. Richard Fagola. Don't want to forget Richard. <laughs> and, uh, and so, you know, that's that's kind of our, our ambassadors, you know, and, uh, and they're, they're used in a little different a little different uh, area, more. Yeah. We use them kind of in some of our advertising with our retailers, and, and they do a lot of our, you know, social media, and we do lives with them. So they've got, you know, a little bigger followings and things like yeah. that. So uh, so it's just a little different area. But I'm over those programs, and, and I'm kind of our, our resident pitmaster, you know, on the Royal Oak staff. I mean, so if there's something that they have a question about, uh, cooking wise, well, they come to me, you know, um, you know, what flavor profiles, what wood goes with this, you know, what blends should we use that would be more beneficial in what regions? It's just different things like that. And, and, uh, which is cool, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and of course, uh, uh, I do a lot of social media, a lot of 
cooking videos for Royal Oak my, with my brand, the Barbecue Ninja. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's 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 fun. It's it's been a uh, an ultimate goal of mine. I did insurance and barbecue for 25 years, and then this job opportunity came along, so I retired insurance and now I do barbecue full time. So that was my ultimate end goal, and I got there. And really, if you're being honest, for a long time the insurance just got in the way of the barbecue. Well, it paid for the barbecue. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> let you do that. Yeah. Let you yeah, do that. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm just going to give you an opportunity here to just tell me. Um, about Royal Oak and and maybe why somebody should should use it. Well, uh, Royal Oak is a, is an, an American made product. Uh, it's an uh, it's made in the USA. It's 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 a family owned company. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you know, right there is is two big things. You know, and, and even with my brand, I look at 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 you know made in the USA products that I represent and uh, made in America's is is uh, is big kind of uh, kind of in the southeast Missouri area we use Missouri hardwoods so the actual product is from from America also okay great but uh, but but yeah I mean we uh, we we definitely you know take pride in 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 making the, the best charcoal we possibly can to provide it to our teams and everybody in their backyard because I mean ultimately you're you're producing food for your family and and we want to make sure that what you produce that with is 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 the best in mm-hmm. the most in quality so uh you know and we've been around you know for 70 years plus and so it's it's a it's a company that has established themselves in the in the cooking space so natural natural lump and, mm-hmm. and briquettes both or yeah yeah we've got the natural lump charcoal which we're you know we're the number one lump provider in the in the United States and then uh, we also have an all natural briquette we also have just this year came out with a super size briquette which is fifty percent larger okay and uh, and it's been a wonderful product for us because it, it just burns hotter it burns longer um, <clears throat> it's a bigger briquette obviously uh, it being super sized and we came out last year with 100% charcoal pellet um, oh, okay so yeah it's the only 100% charcoal pellet on the market and uh, and so that was big for us because we're staying true to our charcoal roots and mm-hmm. what we do right um, I mean yeah, not just taking wood and pressing it together right yeah. right or we could have you know bought pellets from somebody else and just put, put your name on, on it. it yeah that's not that's not how we are in the, the pellet space we're in the pellet space with 100 percent charcoal pellet because that's what we do yeah. and uh and it's, it's it's an awesome product i mean i, I did a year of, of research and development on this thing before we released it and had a lot of pitmasters test it getting feedback you know on all kinds of different pellet grills and and so that was fun you know that was some cool stuff to kind of be in the middle of that and then excuse me and then help with the packaging of it and then see that launch that was just kind of my first thing to see from from an idea all the way through to to seeing it on the shelf that's great and seeing it in people's cookers so uh yeah that that is really cool that product's probably being used here today somewhere definitely definitely is that's amazing I, i i meant to ask this earlier you know uh there's international teams here, uh, teams from all over the country, obviously. Uh, as we, you, you, you were talking about the Royal, you were talking about Memphis in May. You, you've kind of competed in and around all those. Uh, what's different about the flavor profile for the Jack compared to Memphis in May, compared to maybe some of those other state competitions? You know, that's a good question. Um, 
and I don't know that there is a big difference. Okay. Um, you've got a lot of the same teams that are competing at those same events. Mm-hmm. Other than, you know, a lot of these teams don't do Memphis in May. Um, you know, that's a, just it's just a little different animal. You've got your on-site judging. You've got whole hog as – as one of the uh, yep. as, as one of the entries, and and of course it's all pork, you know, it's all it's rib, right. it's it's shoulder and whole hog, where you know you don't have the chicken and the brisket in there with it, but uh, so those those are a little different, and those flavor flavor profiles are a little different, but it's still your your Memphis style Kansas City kind of integrated deal, and it's competition barbecue. I mean, you know, and Texas they 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 are not as sweet. You know, with the barbecue, mm-hmm. uh, where you know you go to Memphis and, and Kansas City and in that area, you get, you get a little sweeter barbecue. So that's that's what you're going to get here. Yeah. Uh, all right. So may the smoke be with you. Obviously, we're we're fans of Star Wars here, so we always ask, "Are you a Star Wars fan?" Well, you know, it, it's 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 funny you're saying that because. We have our Royal Oak Invitational next weekend. Okay. And we didn't steal it from you. <laughs> okay. But, all, and we have a theme every year. Okay. And Star Wars happens to be our theme this year. Oh, nice. So, yeah, we, we got some really cool stuff that we're going to make. T-shirts. And our, our trophies are going to be really cool. Nice. And and we've, I, I'll show you when we get done here. You just uh, you can't sit you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but but yeah. So we we've got some really original stuff. We're big big Star Wars fans. Uh, I, I think when Star Wars came out, um, I sat in the movie theater and watched it like three times in a row. Nice. I mean, mine was blown. Uh, so yeah, big fan. Always cool. has been. What's uh, which, which is your favorite movie? I, I'm an I'm an OG guy. Okay. I mean, bring me the original Star Wars, and I, I'll forever. That that'll be a, a forever imprinted. Uh, uh, that, that was it was life changing. That was that was mind blowing. I mean, yeah. when you saw that kind of uh, technology and you saw that kind of graphics and oh, and yeah. all that. I mean, I, it, I li- it truly transported you to yeah a galaxy far far away. Right. Like you really right. believed that you were seeing this. It was for the time. Now you watch it back and it's like, eh, it's not quite. But <laughs> back in the seventies, that was pretty amazing stuff. Oh yeah, it was yeah. it was mind blowing. Like I said, we we sat in there and watched that movie back to back to back three did, times. How many times did you pay for it? Uh, it, it, it was it was an all day thing, you know. It was it was a pay once and uh, we stowed away and skip, hid away, skip, you know, skip around. Back yeah. But no, it, it was that mind blowing the first time i wanted to I, you I had, had to see it again. i had to see it again and then there was stuff the second time i watched that i missed the first time and i said well i you know I, I, I gotta, yeah. gotta stick around go out to the payphone at that time it was a payphone call mom and say hey we're, we're give still us two here. more hours you know <laughs> and uh so yeah it, it, that the original one was well to me it'll never be top but that's but, cool. uh it was really good do you have a favorite uh, character through uh through the Star Wars franchise, uh, Bubba Fett, man. Okay, yeah. Now, are you? Do you watch Mandalorian? Do you watch the new stuff as well? Not as much. Okay, not as much. Right. It'll be it, that, that's something that I, I, I haven't sat and watched a movie in a long time. Yeah, I'll tell you that. But if I'm going flipping through and I see it on, I'll stop and watch it. Yeah. But uh, but no, I haven't watched a lot of the new stuff. 
Cool. Well, another thing we always just like to just find out, like if you're out there and you're in your backyard and it's just a just a Saturday and you're smoking, uh, what are you listening to? What's what's playing over the air? Oh man, I'm a classic rock guy. Okay. You know, you give me some Almond Brothers, Bob Seger, Bob Seger, Zeppelin. Okay. Uh, ACDC. Gotcha. Um, you know, I do venture into some some Dave Matthews. I like that. And okay. I'm sitting on the riverside and you know drinking a beer and by myself and just want to chill. Nice. Yeah. And uh, what's in your hand? What are you drinking? Not nothing right now. <laughs> but I mean, when <laughs> you're like, when you're I'm smoking, yeah, you're like, what? Is this, is this a break? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a dry county. I thought about bringing something, but I didn't. You know, I didn't. You know, I, I've known that for years, but I saw somebody post that they changed that. Is it and liquor by the drink they're allowing now? Maybe that's the. I, I, we need to find out before yeah, we get arrested. Yeah, we, yeah exactly. Yeah. But, you know, I've been thrown in better places. Um, what I like to drink? Yeah. Is that what you asked? Yeah. yeah. Um, Jack Daniels. Got to say that. Okay. Well, you don't uh, have to. <laughs> well, yeah, but you if you really do like it, yeah. yeah, say it. Um, Gentleman Jack, actually. Okay. In that Jack Daniels line, that was a. Uh, that uh, was a favorite drink of Poppy's. Also, he mm-hmm. he liked to sit on tailgate and and have a shot at a gentleman Jack with a water back and and uh, you know tell stories. So <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> so yeah, that was uh, that was our drink of choice, and yeah, still still drink it. Cool. Well, um, I really do appreciate you taking the time. I know you've got a lot of responsibilities. How can folks uh, keep up with you? Ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Facebook is uh, the BBQ Ninja, and same thing on Instagram at the BBQ Ninja. Same thing on uh, TikTok at the BBQ Ninja, and a little different on Twitter. It's at underscore no at the underscore BBQ underscore Ninja. So uh, yeah, that's where I am on social media, and uh, jump on there and check it out. I I do some fun stuff. You know, you might catch you sure do alligator hunting, or you might yeah. catch uh, hunting or cooking hogs or something. Cool. It's always well, fun. man, thanks so much again for taking your time out today. Uh, good luck judging tomorrow. I know there's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Uh, these folks are putting a lot into it and, and a lot riding on the responsibility there of the judges. So thanks for, uh, for being here and may the smoke be with you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the May the Smoke Be With You podcast with Joe Levitt.